0: This is Katrin with Disability Rights New York. Welcome to our podcast, Empire State of Rights, closed captioned. We are here to bring you information on the most relevant topics regarding disability rights and advocacy. Today, we have Mary, Rob, and Nick, previous clients of DRNY, and they're here to discuss their story. How are you all doing today?
1: Good. Good.
0: Good to hear. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourselves, a little bit of background?
1: My name is Mary, and my husband Rob and Nicholas. We live in um, Sutroket, New York. And Nicholas is sixteen years old. Um, he goes to Ward Melville High School currently. Uh, he was going to Jolinas when we were actually first uh, introduced to um, Disability Rights New York in order to be able to advocate for his chair accessories, things of the tilt and the elevation, which were being declined from our. Medicaid. We have two other sons, Zachary and Joshua, who are older brothers, and we all have lived on Long Island for our entire lives and uh, work here and have family.
0: That's great. And so you talked a little bit about um, why you contacted DRNY. Can you give us um, some background into
1: why you contacted us? Well, we had we had contacted you because we were being denied certain things that were going to make Nicholas more independent, such as his tilt and elevation on his wheelchair. Um, they were saying that these were not necessary items that he would need, and this prompted us to talk to our case manager, who uh, who uh, directed me to call Disability Rights New York. And that's where Christina Aspie was um, introduced. I, she introduced herself to me, and she was able to help us advocate in order to prepare to be able to go to the hearing and get these items for Nicholas.
0: So can you tell us why Nick needed a larger wheelchair or the other accessories that um, you we advocated for?
1: Yes. Nick, um, being that Nick was, that is in school, one, it's a physical, it's physically uh, necessary because he adjusts himself. He is able to position his hips and his body correctly, independently, without the tilt. It would mean that the person that assists him in school and or home would have to continually take him in and out of his chair and constantly do that for him, and he would have really no independence. The elevation was very, very important for him so he could participate in school uh, using the smart board in band in order to see the conductor in anything social where he could be at currently. Even as we do this interview, we're able to stand up rather than lean over in order to be able to um, talk with you.
0: And Nick, can you tell us what problems that you faced while you were waiting to receive
2: your wheelchair? That was that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So when you were waiting for your shit, like, did you like? Yeah, a chair? I don't like to be pushed around. Right. He said he doesn't like to be pushed around. So why do you? So what's give me a couple of reasons why you like this shit, this chair? What? said, chair. I can do it myself. So it's really an independence thing. We don't uh, baby him around the house. He goes from room to room if he wants something. We, you know, he, he's able to get to wherever he needs to go. Whenever I take him out shopping or whatever, I'll always put him in a situation where he can help me out. And by elevating the chair, he can reach things that are on, let's say, on a higher shelf or something that's up higher. So, it, not it's not just for the. I don't think it's just for the independence. I think it's just for the self confidence. You're on eye level with your friends. It kind of gives people a different perspective. It's almost like when you're talking to somebody face to face, you're not even seeing the wheelchair. You're not you're not seeing it because you just look at the person. Whereas if you're if you're looking down or have to bend over and all that stuff, it maybe you you see it more. If, if that's if you know what I mean with that.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering what was the wait? What was the um, how long did you wait for the new wheelchair and the assistive technology
1: that went with it? I have to say it was at least a year. Wow, it was it was a pretty long process. And knowing that we were not going to be able to get this, and that we would have had to uh, go without it, is why we reached out because we just felt like if we didn't have the proper representation and someone who really could help us through that very stressful time, we would have it would have it would have been a good situation.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about what that year was like for you as a family, for Nick individually? That's a long time to wait.
1: Yeah, it, it was very, very stressful because as that year went on, he was growing out of his other chair and not knowing whether or not this was going to be something he would be able to have 2016, he was in middle school, just going into middle school, so it was going to be something that was going to be uh, so necessary. And you know, when he was smaller, it, it was a different story. You know, as his as he's gotten older, he his independence has grown. He wants to do things a lot more for himself. And I remember him being very upset when we told him that these were items that we would have to wait for and. Just going through the process for him was very stressful. Even at the hearing, he was sort of tongue-tied because it was a very hard hard thing for him to speak about.
2: Mom made me.
1: Mom made me come, you just said.
2: <laughs> Be quiet.
1: No,
2: I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I come
1: <got> <laughs>
0: Well, I can imagine going from... 15 to 16 years old, the, the growth spurts are amazing. I have three boys of my own. I remember that time in my life where we couldn't keep food in the house because they eat all the time and they're growing all the time. And I'm sure he wanted to be social as a 16-year-old. That's that. Um, that's all they want to do. Yeah. So can you talk to us a little bit now about your experience with DRNY? How did DRNY help? What were the steps that, that took place?
1: Well, we were able to, um, after we talked to um, Christina Aspie, it was was actually, she was able to represent us, put everything into a very stress-free kind of perspective for us to be able to feel confident going into that hearing. Because it was definitely not, you know, area that we were as familiar with legally or what rights were, uh, you know, as far as advocating for us, and just having that person there was uh, incredibly, um, you know.
2: Because when you go to something like that, you're afraid you're going to say something wrong. Yeah. Or, or you know, because or you say something the wrong way, it might come out wrong, and then you're putting you, you might be putting any uh, this piece of equipment in jeopardy. So that that was kind of stressful for us, but with the help, it uh, kind of puts you a little more at ease.
0: Yep. Well, I'm glad it was a good experience for you. And going through what you went through with DRNY, would you want to recommend uh, us to anyone or advice that you would give anyone else
1: going through a similar situation? I have already. Anybody that I talk to that is encountering any problems, I always recommend. I always tell them about how our experience was. And give them advice to never stop advocating and, and reaching out because there are so many people, good people, and especially at DRMY that are, are able to assist you when you feel like, you know, you're just running into brick walls and no one's going to listen anymore.
2: Nick, Nick also plays in a baseball league called uh, the League of Yes. So you get to meet a lot of uh, people with kids with all different abilities and disabilities and people that don't know some of the uh, help that's out there so that's an opportunity where we can we can provide that information too
0: So this question is for each one of you is there anything else you want to let us know here before we close out the podcast?
1: Yeah we mm-hmm. recently had had gone to a um, actually a hockey game uh, with the League of yes and we were unable to bring Nick up in the stands because it was a pretty steep, pretty steep uh kind of thing and you know we're there and as you know with a hockey how the hockey rink is you you have where it's you can't really see because it's it's not see-through it's not transparent so the boards are around there and he was able by lifting up he was able to have a vantage point to enjoy that entire game whereas he wouldn't have had that unless Unless we lifted him out of his chair, tried to position him, and he would have been uncomfortable the entire time, it was a incredible experience. And using the chair, he was able to enjoy that entire game.
2: Yeah, so he, he plays in in this league, and every every week after the game, we take group pictures around home plate with all the with all we call them the buddies, the volunteers that come down and help the kids in the league. And I use the hype thing all the time because now he doesn't have to be right in the front the lowest kid, he can just stand, I can, I pretty much stand him up almost to my, my height and he, he can have people all around him. He doesn't have to be the person that that's always in the front. He can mix in the crowd, like any, just like any other kid. Um, I love, I love just the, the height effect of it.
1: That's great. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you very much and and thank you for um sharing our experience, because we know that it's it's so important to get that out there. And we really appreciate every everything that uh, disability rights of New York has done for us and and does for everyone every day.
0: Empire State of Rights closed captioned has been brought to you by Disability Rights New York, your source for disability rights and advocacy. If you enjoyed our program, and we hope you did, make sure to subscribe, like, and share this post. If there is a subject you would like us to discuss, please email podcast at drny.org or comment below. Tune in next time where we'll bring you more information on disability rights in the state of New York. The closed captioned version of this podcast is available on our YouTube channel. Empire State of Rights Closed Captioned is now streaming on iTunes and Spotify.